0: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast, all things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy Billington, and I'm brought to you by This Is The Coast, the local commercial radio station for the Yorkshire coast. Wow, what a weekend we have got to come. Football Focus are broadcasting live from the Flemingland Stadium this weekend. That's a whole hour live on BBC One from Scarborough Athletic FC. We cannot wait. All you need to know about that from Scarborough Athletic chairman Trevor Ball exactly what's been filmed and when, where's the best vantage point. We'll speak to him about all of that very, very soon. Also, talking to that, We are chatting to Freddie from The Fiends, Uh, the the local band who've been on Soccer AM. uh, They're going to be performing uh, this weekend as well, entertaining fans pre-match, and hopefully getting their moment on national TV again this weekend as well. So Freddie's on very, very soon. And we have got a superstar guest on this week's episode. Beth Mead, player of the tournament at Euro 2022. BBC Sports Personality of the Year. And this week she was in Scarborough picking up the Freedom of the Borough of Scarborough at the Town Hall. I recorded a chat with her, and you can hear it in just a moment on episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast. And as always, I'd like to start with a big thank you for your continued support for the Sea Dogs podcast. This new podcast has had over 7,000 downloads now, so thank you so much. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and always at thisisthecoast.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And the Scarborough Athletic Official Podcast have their new episode out soon. Uh, this week, uh, they are speaking to whip and dip specialist. Louis Maloney, that should be a fascinating listen. Right, what an episode we have for you. What a weekend is going to be for fans of Scarborough Athletic FC. And what a week it's already been. Beth Mead was in Scarborough at the Town Hall on Monday to collect her freedom of the Borough of Scarborough. Whitby Bourne from Hinderwell on the Yorkshire coast. We had a chat just before she received her honour. Beth Mead, just tell us how you're feeling today, because this is a special day for you, isn't it?
1: Yeah, really special. Um, unsure what to expect. I've not been to something like this before, but, yeah, I'm intrigued and excited by the day. Uh,
0: saw you a couple of years ago. in might playing at Middlesbrough? Uh, it was the uh, the Arnold Clark Cup. I think there was eight or 9,000 there, but the last couple of years, just talk through the last couple of years, how the women's games exploded, how your career's exploded.
1: Yeah, it's... Um... Projected quite quickly the women's game, but it's amazing to see um, how far it's come in such a little time and the backing and support it's getting. And like you said, 8,000 people were there, but now we're getting 87,000 people at Wembley uh, coming quite regularly. So, yeah, it's amazing to see the women's game, you know, kind of reaching new heights. And hopefully, I'm, I mean, I'm proud to be a part of that and experiencing that. And yeah, we've got to keep doing that for the next generation.
0: And you don't forget your roots, do you? Of course, you were you were born in Whitby from Hinderwell. Uh, there's a lot of people around here who are very proud of you. It must be nice to be able to get home.
1: It is. I don't get a chance to do it often, but, yeah, it's always, always really nice to come back and be refreshed by people from home and listen to that familiar accent and a bit of CF um, up north. So, yeah, I'm proud of where I come from and I'm glad that people are proud of me also.
0: It's funny because people will say Whitby's Beth Mead and then she's not from Whitby, she's from Hinderwell. Yeah, Yeah, I mean you're obviously very proud for for being from from such a tiny little sort of fishing village I suppose. It's the Yorkshire coast isn't
1: it? It is, I uh, was born in Whitby but yes I do live in Hinderwell so yes I'm proud to be from uh, all areas. I mean it's quite a broad area but yeah super proud to be from here and making the people of North Yorkshire proud also.
0: You've got so many accolades, haven't you? I mean, the, the Euros just incredible. Play with the tournament. And then BBC Sports Personality of the Year. And, and now this as well. So, I mean, this is different, isn't it? This is a different sort of thing because this is, this is a celebration of someone from this area doing extremely well. So, you, you know, I mean, how, how, do you, how do you compare this to the other stuff that you've got?
1: I mean, sometimes it it's feels a lot nicer because it's from where you, your roots are, you know? I think to be recognised... For such a prestigious and historic honour, um, yeah, I'm really honoured to be here today and receiving that. But yeah, I'm proud of where I come from, and it's nice to be recognised in that sense, also.
0: I mean, the women's game has come along such a a, a lot, hasn't it? A lot of a lot of young girls are very inspired by, by you. I know, I know many myself who who are. Is it right that when you started out playing, you had to join a boys' team? Is that is that right? That's what it was like for you when you started out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. There wasn't many opportunities at the time for me, and I don't regret ever looking back at my pathway, I think it moulded me into the player that I am, but it's amazing to see that young girls can kind of go around the corner and have a local girls team to play with and the pathways that um, the area is uh, putting in place now is amazing to see and in such a small time in my career, I've seen the game and my area move so far. So, yeah, it's a, it's a proud moment for women's football.
0: And mean, um, there's still so much for you to look forward to, isn't there, of course, with, with England, uh, with Arsenal. You've been getting over the injury. How's all that going?
1: Yeah, uh, being been a whirlwind at the moment. But, yeah, I'm ahead of schedule for the injury at the moment. Uh, I know it's full of ups and downs, but so far the ups have kept coming. So I'd like to keep that as much as possible. But, yeah, I'm working hard off the pitch to try and get back on as soon as possible.
0: One thing being a football, isn't it? But the celebrity, because that's come, isn't it, in the last year or so. How's that going, the fact that you're a bit of a celebrity now?
1: Yeah, I don't look at myself as celebrity. I see myself still as Beth from the area, but... Yeah, rec- getting recognised has been a lot more, and I guess in my head I always say if someone knows who I am, that means the women's game's heading in the right direction, so yeah, I love interacting with people and fans, so it's not my worst part of the job.
0: Congratulations again on, on this. You're going to stick around for a little bit, aren't you? You're going to be heading to the spa for the for uh, for the for the lunch?
1: I am, yes. I'm a, I'm a big foodie, so I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> and then do you get to spend a bit of time
0: uh, here at home?
1: Uh, no, I'm straight back to London, back for rehab, been in the morning, so yeah, short and sweet, but always nice to be back.
0: BBC Sportsman is out of the year one minute you know euros and all that and next so much time in the gym and rehabbing it's it's a which must feel like a different world
1: yeah it's been a roller coaster um of ups and downs in my life recently but yeah i wouldn't change it
0: Beth Mead talking to me on Monday at Scarborough Town Hall ahead of receiving the Freedom of the Borough of Scarborough. She sat through the entire uh, council meeting, which lasted well over two hours, and she was uh, very active in that, and uh, it was just it was just brilliant. It was just brilliant to have her in Scarborough on Monday, straight back down to London uh, that night, I think, and she was uh, back in the gym with the rehab the following day. What an absolute superstar. She's one of our own. Beth Mead on the Sea Dogs podcast, episode 11. Still to come on episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast, we chat to Freddie from Scarborough band The Fiends. They are going to be performing live at the Flamingoland Stadium this weekend and hopefully performing live on Football Focus too.
2: How do you that we pass the time?
0: So we'll be chatting to Freddie very shortly. Right now talking of that massive weekend, which involves a huge game at home to Southport. Scarborough trying to keep hold of that playoff place. We do have BBC One live for an hour. That's just another weekend, isn't it, on the Yorkshire Coast? So let's speak to Scarborough FedEx Chairman Trevor Bull. Trevor, great to have you on episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast. We've not spoken to you actually on the podcast since episode one. Uh, well, here we go again. Yet
2: another massive weekend. It is, it is massive. And, and, and what a wonderful accolade that out of all the non league clubs in the country, uh, the BBC have chosen us to celebrate non league day it, it, it's a real credit to everyone involved in the club and and um, and how well regarded we are uh, around around the country and in some cases you could say around the world so because we are we're so unique with our fan zone model that uh, people are latching on to the fact that we're we're actually doing quite a good job at it. Uh,
0: so Football Focus is going to be broadcasting live between midday and one. That's a whole hour on BBC One. And uh, yeah. fans are going to be there as well, aren't they? So just talk us through um, how, it's all to, how it's all going to play out.
2: Right, OK. So um, the, uh, the, we're opening the gates at 11 o'clock. So there'll be two entry points for fans. Uh, there'll be the, the small gate to the right-hand side of the clubhouse. We're going to open up as additional turnstile, so people can get straight into the victory bar or down the steps to to pitch side to watch the filming. Um, and the Fiends are going to start playing at uh, 11.15. We'll also have one of the turnstiles open by the Borough gates so people will be able to come in through, through that way as well. Entry via the small gate next to the clubhouse will have to be either a season pass or a pre ticket. So if if anybody wants to make it easy for themselves to get into the ground tomorrow, because we are going to be busy, is please buy your tickets online in advance, because it, it will help us and it will help you get into the, to the ground quicker. So that's how people can get in, and, and quite early. Um, fil- they actually start filming at 11 o'clock, because between 11 and 12, they're going to be pre-recording. Um, some pieces. So, if anybody wants to actually watch the filming, um, they'll be filming uh, between eleven and twelve uh, in the centre circle on the pitch. Um, in the dugouts, they'll be they'll be filming by the borough gates uh, on the outside. They're going to be filming Alex Scott coming in through the turnstiles. Um, so yeah, so there'll, there'll be plenty of action for for, for people to see. Um, but they'll need to be get down to pitch side to to see that um and then between uh 12 and 1 that's the sort of high pressure bit because it's absolutely live uh, sorry i forgot to say between 11 and 12 they're going to be filming um interviewing some of the players in the dressing room as well so that, that'll be quite exciting to see so yeah so between 12 and 1 it's going to be absolutely live and uh, they're going to be filming um on the in, in in the west stand um on the balcony and at the top of the stand and also in the hospitality area so some people have been asking me, where is the setting up the studio? There's going to be no studio. It's very much a live outside broadcast. So they're going to be um, sort of walking and talking and, f- and filming from different points around the stadium. So, uh, yeah, ex- exciting times. And they've asked us if we can get the Fiends down pitch side to close the show as well. So so uh, so great opportunity for those guys to show what they're capable of.
0: Wonderful. And we've got Freddie on this episode from the Fiends uh, very, very shortly. And that's the thing, isn't it? It's like me when I'm doing the radio commentary. It combines all my favourite things. I love radio. I love Scarborough Athletic. <laughs> they love performing life. They love Scarborough Athletic. And that's yeah. the great thing about this club. We can all just celebrate our love for the football club
2: in all these well, different ways. Well, well, we can. We can. And I know I keep going on about it, but we want lots of people to join us on the journey. So since uh, we've announced the BBC coming and our fan zone model is getting more widely known, we've had a rush of New, new members, we were around 900 I've been told this morning we're now at 966, so uh, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could get to a thousand before we broadcast tomorrow so uh, you know, f- 15 quid a year to own a football club. It's not bad,
0: is it? Yeah, well, I, I need to renew, to be honest, Trevor, so uh, I'll be the next one. But I tell you what, I found my i found my uh, original certificate, you know, and and I yeah. was I was number 1,000, actually. My certificate oh, wow. says number 1,000, oh, yeah. Well. Um, you
2: yeah, never no, might, might be worth something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it needs putting in a frame. It needs putting in a frame, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I certainly need to renew, yeah. So if I leave it a few minutes, I might be number 1,000 all over again. Uh, but no, that is, that, is, that is great to hear. Really, really good to hear. And, and the funny thing is, so there's all this going on tomorrow you know BBC One live and you know fans in the ground from 11 and then on top of that we've just got this enormous football match to come as well
2: it, it, it's massive it's a must it's a must win game uh we need we need the crown crowd behind us from from minute one um Southport robbed us of two points uh when we when we played them at their place say so they, they equalized in the 96th minute of four minutes added time so we felt a bit robbed there so uh, it'd be great to get our own back and, and get some points uh, as we edge ever more closer hopefully to a to a playoff place it's getting very tight at the top of the table and, and, and every point matters so so yeah so come, come down sing your heart out and uh, get these lads over the line Thanks so much for your time
0: Trevor Bull Scarborough Feddick chairman joining me on episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast what a weekend it is going to be Right, time to welcome my next guest, Freddie, from local band The Fiends. From the Fiends, welcome to episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast. What songs they are, by the way! Absolutely brilliant. So, it's another big weekend for you, performing live at the Flamingoland Stadium in Scarborough this weekend.
3: Yes, mate. So, um, yeah, we're playing around 11 o'clock for the football club. Um, obviously, football folks are going to be there with uh, BBC Sport as well. So, uh, I'm really pleased at the club asked us first of all just to to play live and and help out on the day so yeah really looking forward to it
0: i was with uh, some of the the camera crew on wednesday and they were filming and i was asking them actually about what they're going to be doing on the day now we know the show's going to be live between 12 and 1 but we yeah. also know they are going to be filming here there and everywhere uh between 11 and 12 so you'll be hoping that you you will feature i'm sure you will
3: yeah hopefully i mean it'd be nice to get on tv and all that, and all that sort of stuff so hopefully get our name out there um as well as the football club so yeah we've, I feel that like football and music kind of goes hand in hand
0: and let's not forget you've had experience before of course been on Soccer AM a few years ago so uh, nothing, nothing new for you performing on a, on a football programme on the telly
3: yeah well, everything, anything we can do to get involved in the football club and help out and spread the word of, of the good stuff that they're doing um, and, the, and the town itself I suppose is all great exposure, uh, exposure for us and as a band um, and, and for the town yeah, we like I say everything we do is kind of centred around Scarborough and, and that sort of thing so yeah anything like that we jump at the chance definitely
0: now I mean when it comes to gigs <laughs> you perform all over don't you whether it's in front yeah. of thousands on stage at Bridge Spa uh, supporting the yeah kooks or um still trying to fit your uh, your instruments into a, a tight corner somewhere how easy will it be to set up in the victory bar then which is effectively a tennis court
3: yeah well to be honest we've had well luckily luckily we've had sort of years of practice prior to getting the being on the bigger stages like i said the kooks and stuff but we've, we've played all around scarborough when in our sort of um in our infancy so we're kind of used to squeeze into little tight corners in pubs and stuff so um we'll we'll, we'll make it work <laughs> It yeah. definitely will make it work yeah
0: interesting isn't it talking to Soccer AM uh, news this week that it's going we noticed that you guys had posted uh, that you were gutted about that because yeah, like yeah, you yeah. posted actually it's one of those programmes that does give an opportunity to upcoming bands yeah absolutely to get yeah. themselves out there
3: yeah absolutely um, it, it, very rarely do you get a, a, a big company like Sky and a programme on there that's giving, willing to give you the, the chance to, to young and up and coming and, or unsigned bands and, and musical artists the chance to perform live on, on their show it's very rare do you see that so like yeah we, we can't thank Fenners and all the team enough for giving us that, that opportunity um, just before all everything broke with Covid and stuff so really grateful to be able to be given the chance to perform live and showcase what we're about and who we are and yes yeah, on the iconic sofas and uh, represent Scarborough like, going back to that as well so yeah very lucky to have been have been chosen for that and yeah like you say it's just been a vital sort of platform for, for artists coming through um, so it's going to be whether you like the show or not is, is irrelevant I think it's just been such a vital platform for for bands like us uh, and it's going to definitely be missed uh,
0: we know you're a big Scarborough fan as well um, and uh, you're on the playlist aren't you before the the, the matches now as well uh, you've you come round yeah. a couple of times on there don't you on the Sea dog shuffle yeah
3: yeah. yeah yeah like I say we're really sort of proud and honoured to be at the forefront of the, the club's minds in, um, in everything they do at the moment um, We're like, like you say we've grown up with a football club when it's the McCain Stadium and, and that sort of era and going back to soccer M as well we've watched our heroes on there and just like being able just to naturally progress to the next step and and be recognised by the football club and 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 things like like soccer M is is, is massive for us and just I think yeah testament to our our dedication and, and hard work over the last, last few years. So, yeah, it feels like we're heading in the right direction, certainly.
0: Yeah, and you're definitely a band that does not forget your roots. Um, you've, you've got another great year coming up, haven't you? Obviously, earlier this month, you announced that you're going to be playing This Feeling by the Sea at Bridlington yeah. Spa, which, of course, is one of your home venues, I suppose, now. You must feel very at home yeah, when you're yeah. performing there. Uh, so that'll be good. What else have you got coming up then?
3: Yeah, just sort of a handful of shows in um, in March and April, dotted around, just off the top of my head, Newcastle, Leeds, uh, Norwich, York, Hull, a few venues like that just to kick us off this year. Um we've had a um, bit of a change around we've, we've got a new dr- uh, drummer. Um Rhino's jumped on board with us now. Um so we're really lucky to have him um with us. He's really 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 great guy, really good at what he does. So yeah, just looking forward just to kicking off sort of performing live this month and going into next month and then ramping up into sort of festival season, releasing new music at the start of April. And yeah, jumping into like like say festival season with this feeling. On there by the sea at, at, at Brid and that festival. Yeah, just just same as same sort of trajectory that we've been on the last last couple of years. Really, just trying to play bigger shows, get more more gigs, with bigger acts. Support support bigger bigger acts so we can kind of jump off the back of their their sort of fans that are like the same sort of genre. Just keep building again, really, and just seeing how far it takes us this year. And then yeah, just just keep going. I think.
0: It must hit like a reset button every year, really, because um, we want to focus on bringing out some new music, some new tunes, yeah. uh, trying to get yeah. that on the radio, uh, et cetera. And then it's it's the festivals as well, isn't it? So is it a case again of just seeing what you land, and there could be just you know some some last minute slots that that become available. Yeah. I mean, is it is it is that how it works year after year, basically?
3: Yeah, basically, like that's that's kind of life with being an unsigned band. It's kind of. Um, Kind of take what we can get i suppose to a certain extent um but yeah, a lot of it's a bit maybe a bit of luck um right place right time for getting certain gigs the sort of following the community we've built over the last few years has given us like a big enough fan base for people to know who we are further afield and, and stuff like that um but yeah from the outside it probably looks a bit sort of scattergun approach to to how we do things but it's actually like you say you kind of reset every year it's really sort of methodical how we plan gigs and um, release music and that sort of thing so yeah, like there's day, every day. Like myself and the lads are always we're always working behind the scenes on like sort of it sounds really unrock and does and it but like admin side of being in a band and sorting out music videos and artwork, uh, press photography, just a load of things that you probably would not probably won't think about before you, you start a band. So there's all that sort of thing before you can actually start doing the gigs. So just trying to keep pushing us up in an upward trajectory, I think, is the um, is the plan. It won't be too long before you've got people doing that for you. <laughs> hopefully that's hopefully that's that's the real aim, so yeah, I think, fingers crossed. Yeah, but I
0: mean, the the great thing about music, as you know, we we play on this is the coast, and they are great radio songs. And there is a lot of bands yeah. who who bring out very good songs, but they they just don't work on the radio. They don't sound good on the radio, um, and that's the thing. What that's what you need, isn't it? You, you need you need that airtime on on the radio because those songs fit in absolutely brilliantly along with all the other yeah, yeah. songs on our A list. Those songs of yours uh, are still on our recurrent list. So even just today, as I mentioned to you on a message, you know it's. Come round again, and it just fits in perfectly. Bridlington Band Seafret Fret um, on on the playlist as well with mm-hmm. with their latest hit. You just need people to sort of give you a chance, really.
3: No, yeah, thank you. I'm I'm, I'm glad that you you've said that. Yeah, um, yeah. I think um, we've we, we've kind of molded our sound into a into a position where I suppose our genre and like yeah our sound just kind of fits and uh, it lends itself to the radio, I suppose. Um, you know, we, we, we kind of class ourselves as guitar, indie guitar, sort of pop music, I suppose. We're all about big choruses. Um, in my opinion, like, melody is always is always king for a song. And if the melody is good, then I think a lot of the time that's what you hear on radio, good melodies in, in songs. That's what kind of gets you into that position. So, so yeah, just keep writing the same sort of songs. That's our style and that's how we've, we've moulded it over the last few years. So we're really happy with the music we're producing. Like And, and thankfully, every release that we that we do is we feel is better than the last one, which is always a good good sign. And then hopefully um the next st- the next step after that is hopefully people agree with you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's good to hear that that that's what you think,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because some songs that once they've been on that A list, they don't necessarily get put in the recurrent yeah. list. um yeah. They become quite weathered quite quickly. But uh, pleased yeah, to yeah. say, your hits are still are still uh, coming round. Well, good luck on Saturday. I mean, you won't need luck. You'll you'll be fantastic. No, I, do, yeah. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be awesome, isn't it? I mean, TV chance for a bit of extra coverage. Performing yeah. in a in a marquee with all these Scarborough fans around, uh doing your thing. I think it's going to be it's going to be brilliant fun for you.
3: Yeah, as I say, I think like we're we're big football fans and football music kind of goes hand in hand hand in hand in a lot of in a lot of instances so yeah just just buzzing to be there and and be part of a special day for the club Um, and hopefully get a bit more of uh, wider exposure for us as well so it's a great opportunity yeah
0: yeah i don't know what sense. you've seen in the forums there's people asking if you're going to be performing after the game as well so they're already demanding oh, you after the game good. too yeah, yeah so there you go you haven't even you haven't even done your set yet
3: yeah we'll have to write a few more songs before that yeah but um <laughs> yeah i think i think i think we'll play at 11 o'clock um while the bbc are there and then i think we might be doing another i think we're mirroring the same set but doing it just before kickoff as well so people have got an, an extra chance to, to see us if they can't get down Nice going one uh,
0: Score prediction Big game as well Score prediction um, Yeah against Southport That's a big one
3: I'll go, I'll go 3-1 Scarborough
0: At least you're going for a win That's good yes. Alright all the best Cheers Freddie
3: Cheers thanks buddy
0: And that is Freddie from Ban the Fiends Performing a couple of times At the Flemingland Stadium This weekend And will no doubt be featuring On Football Focus as well So this is episode 11 of the Sea Dogs podcast with me, Paddy Billington. Uh, Let's finish off with a preview of that massive football match. Almost seems like an afterthought with everything else that's going on, but it is a huge, huge game for Scarborough Athletic as they try to hold on to that playoff position and and try and cement their place in the playoffs with not many games to go. So Scarborough in seventh place. Will welcome back here in Glynn. That's great news following his two-match suspension. Uh, Lewis Maloney is doubtful after pulling up in Borough's last game at Chester with a hamstring injury. Uh, Dom Domtier misses out, of course, uh, but is likely to be back in Borough Red before the end of the season. Kieran McGookin is a couple of games away from a return to the side. Scarborough will be hoping to capitalise on a number of other sides in playoff contention facing each other this weekend, meaning points will be dropped come five o'clock uh, this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, Southport faced Alfritton on Tuesday night at Hay Avenue, uh, whereas Borough have enjoyed a week's rest. Southport have won just three. National League North fixtures since the teams last met in early December Uh, so Southport are currently in 16th place the two sides drew 1-1 at Southport back in December with Southport grabbing a late equaliser that doesn't sound like us does it Uh, either conceding or scoring a last minute goal so good luck to Scarborough Athletic let's cheer on the Borough to three points this weekend make sure you get there early and don't forget as Trevor was saying earlier always best to get your tickets in advance and you can find out more at scarboroughathletic.com enjoy the game and thank you for listening to episode 11 of the sea dogs podcast this
1: is the post.
0: oh and if you really can't make the game don't forget we have full match commentary on this is the coast extra supported by northeast security shutters with ant taylor your this is the coast extra commentator bringing you every second of the action at the Flamingoland stadium this weekend